find their illogic and foolish emotions a constant irritant. Then transfer out, freak! I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, and now, together by live simulation via the internet, Scott Gardner and Chris Honeywell. Blah, 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 blah. No, blah, blah, blah. Hey, it's Chris here from Two True Freaks, and I'm on the horn here with Scott H. Gardner and Alec Berry. And we're Hello. talking comics, eh? Hey, how's yes. it going? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, we're from the Two True Freaks show. What, what show are you from? Teenage Wasteland. You all should listen. And so this, <laughs> this is our first sort of mashup show between Two True Freaks and Teenage Wasteland. So this is the two true teenage wasteland freaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's the, yeah. That's the weird hybrid. <laughs> I'll, I'll work all those words over... A bunch of times. I'm sure there's a bunch of uh, fun little uh, combinations that could be gleaned from that. Definitely. But uh, you guys have been, you and you guys, when I say you guys, Scott and Alec, you guys have been doing some trading lately, some bartering over the internet. (laughs) Using the comic forums. Uh, Should I lay down the uh, situation? Sure. All right. Well, uh, the basic idea is um there's been a lot of talk on the comic forums lately uh between kind of you know long-time collectors and such that uh it's it's kind of time to they're getting to that point in their life that they uh they need to kind of clean out the collection you know the wife's bugging them to uh get rid of some stuff and it's it's kind of gotten to the point where people don't really want to hold on to as much as they uh, used to and uh, I kind of thought it would be a good idea in the kind of looking at the uh, economic times that we're at and a way to save money and to still be able to enjoy new comic books. Why don't we as a community use sort of like a, uh, a setup to trade our comics to where, you know, someone would only have to pay shipping, you know, media mail 258 or whatever, but still be able to enjoy plenty of new comics and then still be able to move stuff out of the house, you know, instead of going through the hassle of eBay. I kind of got into it, discovered there was a trading forum already made at the bottom of the comic forums, and I automatically posted my stuff, and Scott was like the first guy to come along and uh, say, hey, I'm interested. Yeah, I, I forget how I discovered this. I think somebody may have, it may have been you, I can't remember, but somebody may have posted this in that pre-eBay thread, but however I discovered it, I, I jumped on the idea. I think it's a great idea. And I'm not so much one of the guys trying to clean out my collection or anything, but you know, back in the day when comics were actually affordable, I used to buy doubles and triples of a lot of stuff when it came out. So 
I just wound up with boxes and boxes of doubles, you know, just things that I've got duplicates of or whatever. And, you know, here and there, I do have a few comics that I've, I've purchased and just don't, you know, care to own anymore. But more than anything, it was just extra stuff I had. And I, I've gotten kind of tired of the eBay thing. It's, it's just a long, drawn-out, pain-in-the-butt process. So, you know, this idea of, you know, let's just start a whole new forum and, and post, you know, here's what I've got or here's what I'm looking for. You know, let's, let's swap. Let's, you know, let's make a deal. I love it, man. I mean, it, it owes back to something that I've heard Jamie D on Comic Geek Speak talk quite a bit about is back in the day where kids literally used to just, you know, get together and trade comics and action Match, figures and stuff. cars. I, yeah. Oh, I love it, man. It, it is. It really owes back to that old feeling of... You know, here I read all, you know, I read all these comics. I'm bored with them. You know, what do you got? And and you just, you know, used to trade comics or whatever. And I, I like it. It's It's been great for me. I've done a, a, a good number of trades now with people and uh, haven't had, you know, any problems. You know, everybody's honest and, and, you know, ships stuff out real, you know, in a real timely fashion. And, uh, and I've even gotten some bonus stuff that I wasn't expecting. So, I mean, it, it's it's been really awesome. And I'd like to see more people be aware of it and just more people participate yeah that's exactly what i'm thinking is it's such a simple idea it's such a basic idea and i can see the the problem with it on the forum is once it gets sort of stuck down at the bottom a lot of times those lower you know lower topics tend to get ignored or you know not a lot of people most people just sort of look from the top couple pages so that so somebody can start one of those things and they'd be like there i started it and if it's and if it isn't used for a couple days, boom! Especially on a really well used forum, away it goes. So it's like the more so the more people you can get to to really put it to use, the more the more useful it gets to everybody too. So it's one of those things that it's really good to just encourage people to try it out because barter is a wonderful thing. Oh yeah, exactly. and, it's, and it's amazing how things that you would never be able to find at your comic shop once a lot of people start using it are just going to sort of appear there and you know or stuff that you'd forgotten about it, it's yeah you're sort of cutting out all the middlemen you yeah. know no, nobody's in it for a big profit or anything because everybody's everybody pretty much knows what everything's worth it's just sort of trying to find the stuff that you like yeah. what i like is it takes the value system out of it as yeah. far as the overstreet guide or something it's just like it's just kind of like a community as you, you kind of brought it back uh you know you mentioned like back in the day when friends would just go to trade comics when they got bored of them it's sort of the same thing here it's just a, mm -hmm. it's kind of a way to deepen the community of the comic forums you know right. as a podcasting I like it because I think you're going to see a lot more there, there's a lot more opportunity for quote unquote lesser books to show you know for example I hunt a lot of lower tier stuff a lot of stuff that is probably like 50 cent bin fodder I'm, I'm always on the hunt for that kind of stuff that kind of stuff, unless it shows up in like large lots, you don't see that stuff on eBay because it's not "quote unquote" worth anything. Right. So yes. nobody's going to pay a dollar plus, you know, four dollars shipping yeah. on a book that that is. And gonna it's be... not worth the trouble for somebody to get a dollar fifty for something on eBay. You exactly. Know, for the most part. When you got to pay like this. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But this system with with you know with the trading, you can get away with that. You can list up the you know the lowest tier 50 cent book stuff and somebody might actually be hunting that so i yeah. i look at it as a great opportunity for that kind of filler stuff that just never 
materializes on eBay because it's not worth the time for somebody to put it up because they're not going to get any money out of it. That that's where I'm looking at the advantage of it. That's but, I, I know mean, exactly what you mean because I'm the guy that like you guys are going to laugh, but I actually I I kind of hunt down like some of the early image stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Nobody's nobody's selling that because you know it's all been thrown in the trash. Yeah, but, exactly. Well, yeah. yeah, that's exactly yeah, that's exactly the kind of stuff. And I mean, believe me, I. I don't, you know, I don't laugh at people about that because I collect a lot of quote unquote worthless books. As far as you know, they they don't have any monetary, monetary value. value. I love stuff like that. I, I like, you know, I, I like the obscure. I like the off the beaten path kind of stuff. You know, things like that. You know, I, I teased you in the email I sent you today about you know you you made a, a an offhand remark about um, damage. And I was just teasing, but that was a book I actually enjoyed. And I'm telling you, you you could probably buy that entire collection for a nickel and a song because it's not worth anything to anybody. It's just one of those kind of forgotten series. But that's the kind of thing, you know, you could slap that up and, you know, you you could probably get a decent trade out of that with somebody for, you know, there's probably somebody out there that because that character is now featured in JSA and is one of the more popular characters. Somebody's probably hunting that, you know. Somebody's probably actually looking to go back and read that series, and I, that's the kind of thing I really like and and hope to see come out of this trading thing. Is the books you don't necessarily find a dime a dozen on eBay or whatever. What would be really neat would be uh, it's you know it's out of my league, but uh, if anybody knew how to make like a website that everybody went and put their list on. You know, you, you go and you fill in a bunch of, you know, you fill in what you have and what you want, and all the all the website does is cross-pollinate there, there is, it. There are actually, I think, a few trading, like, uh, for, like, books and such, but I think uh-huh. um, they are kind of moving into the graphic novel and comic book uh, deal. Because I think somebody, they created a forum thread on the main uh, CGS forum about, said you know. someone's doing that. Yeah, but you know, if, if someone did it just specifically with comics, the comic user in mind, and specifically yeah. designed for the the comic reader, it would be much more efficient, you know, than than one where it's just, where you're lost amidst all the other people, tra- you know, the the masses, you know, as exactly. as, a, as a more specialized audience, you could get a more accurate service. And I mean, that, somebody that... could probably set it up. It wouldn't be expensive to. To run, so it could be something that could be done for free. It would be just a great, hey, if a the great guy service. That, if the guy that made cheap ass trades is listening, you guys use that site ever? No, I've checked it out. Yeah, I've checked it he's, out. But no, he's I'm, listening. We're giving you hints. <laughs> Anybody who knows how to do that stuff, I wish I knew how to do that stuff. Yeah, it's an excellent point because you know while this show is about talking up the trading section of the forum. You know, I will admit that as awesome it is, as it is, and I love taking advantage of it, it is a bit of a hunt because it is. Well, that's not what know, the forum is wild. specifically really designed for. It's it's a neat right. thing that's popped up, but it's not really what the forum's designed for. And it's just one of those extra things that it's ended up being. You know, it's become the easiest outlet for it, so that's why it is the outlet. But it's not necessarily the best outlet. But it's just where it's manifesting right now because that's where that's. Where a lot of the people who would be interested in using it are nowhere else well, to hey, go. I, you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, hell, I'll, I'll throw out that challenge. I'll put that challenge out there to you know anybody who's got the technical savvy and know-how to to set something like that yeah. up. You know, yeah, absolutely. I, I'd be more free than free idea. Cool to, yeah, 
I'd be thrilled I, to, I, to get in I, on something like that. I will use it and I will pimp you out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. You know. Yeah. I mean, news of that would spread like wildfire. It'd be great. You could even you could even hook it up to a giant database of comic book covers and synopses of of issues and have it all cross pollinated so you could see the cover of the the comics you were looking at. So nobody you wouldn't have to really post pictures. That would make it easier. You don't really need pictures anyway, as long as you use it's the right not really like, language. You wouldn't really have to worry about condition in this sense because I mean you're just paying shipping. It's not like yeah. you're going to lose money, you know. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I'm. 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 I've been surprised, and and I've actually been very glad that that nobody's been hung up on condition or anything because after a, you know signing the deal on a couple of trades. Then I went and hunted the issues down, and a couple of them that I traded to somebody, and I can't remember what the actual issues were, but they weren't quite as top-notch as I, I had thought they were, so I was a little bit nervous. I was like, man, I hope they don't think that, you know, I knew that this issue was a little bit whipped and didn't say anything, but it was, you know, it's just... I used to make those notes in my in my database, and then I gave up a long time ago as far as noting, you know, what, what the grades were. I mean, I'll tell you, when, when you're just interested in in the in the comics and you love them it really it unless it's just pulped and unreadable like um i know you you're no big fan of these scott but i love the gold keys the old school gold keys star trek comics Mm -hmm. and i was looking on ebay for for some and i could not believe how much money they go for they're really expensive. All of those are about to be reprinted. There's uh, like three or four volumes. Oh, thank God. Um, I'm not sure who it is, but I saw it when I was doing my latest DCB service order. I noticed that they're all being reprinted. So I would say either nab the reprints as they come out or wait a while. And well, depending on how the reprints do, maybe the originals will, will kind of fall in price a little bit because the, yeah. the stuff is available. So well, either way. You, you, know what I, you know what I did. I, I found a torrent. And I downloaded a complete collection of them. Yeah, I see the news today that uh, IDW is going to reprint all the Rocketeer stuff. Yes, yeah, That's I just great. saw that. Uh, Steve, I think it was Steve Bryan on the because he's a big. Um, um, what's the guy's Dave, name? Dave Stevens. Dave Stevens, thank you. I was thinking Sims. Yeah. I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, yeah. I, he's a huge Dave Stevens fan, and I saw his thread on that, and uh, and I added on there that I'm I'm not. I didn't want to sound like I was bragging, but I'm 99.9 percent sure I've got all the original stuff but just the opportunity to have it all in one place in one collection would be so nice because the rocketeer had such a just screwed up publishing history it's like he appeared in one title with one company and then like the very next issue was a like a like a backup in some other title probably yeah. with another company and it was all over the place so over the course of like several years several different titles several different like backup features is you know the whole story was told but i mean you literally you'd you'd have to hunt all these different places to get the entire story and i, I had to do that and it was such a pain in the butt that yeah the opportunity to get it all bang in one shot man yeah. that, it, it's sweet i really would like to to get that depending on of course what the what the price point turns out to be well, I, I hope they keep it affordable well you know what my price point was on my gold key star treks and when i popped them up the scans of these oh my god these things are in terrible shape you know the covers look like <laughs> the ones i had when i was a kid you know like I, somebody had just crumpled them up and shoved them in a bag and whacked them against the wall <laughs> and you know they're faded 
They're beautiful. I love them. I love them. I'm going to use them in some of our monthly Mondays somehow in one of oh, our yeah. pictures. But, you know, they're just this lurid painted covers and they're all bent up and creases in them. Oh, they're beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, to mention an- another book that, um, like, you know, really hard to get a hold of a lot of different cross uh, company publish- publications, Miracle Man. Oh, yes. I- I've read, like, so much about it and it sounds like such an interesting story, like, the you know, the gaming and the Alan Moore stuff. I'd love to read that, but it's like, you know, who knows when that's going to be re- reprinted. Yeah, I kicked myself because I actually had an, an, an issue of the original Miracle Man. I think it was like number five or something. I have no idea what became of it. I know I sold it, but I bet I didn't get anything out of it. I wish I'd held on to it now. Because, yeah. yeah, that all that uh, that Alan Moore stuff is coming back around now. And Yeah, I just, uh, I just uh, finished rereading uh, Watchmen in time for the movie to come back around so i'm so excited for that movie because i i just got finished rereading it as well and it's just like i forgot how much i, I dug that book i just i i you know I, re- I i just read it for the first time a little while ago you know 20 years after it came out uh scott and i have discussed i, re- I really liked it but like scott said by the time we read it like it was the first book revolutionary book of its kind the first sort of like we're gonna treat superheroes realist in a realistic manner, quote unquote realistic manner, or in a more in depth than human, you know, as more human characters, and uh, with a little more darkness or whatever. But you know, nowadays it doesn't seem as revolutionary because we I've seen all the millions and millions of copies of it over mm-hmm. the years before I actually read the original one. But uh, every scene I've seen from the movie has seemed to be like just basically the comic page popped right up on screen. And actually, it's jazzed up a little bit because the comics aren't that flashy. You know, the, the, the style is like purposely kind of flat. But it's just the, a straight storytelling nine panel thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not the 90s flash, you know. Yeah. Means. And there's some flash to the to the representation in the movie of it, but it seems to work. It seems to capture the sort of I, the, what I would see as the idea of the comic. So I'm sort of looking for every scene I've seen has been has caught my interest. So I, I'll bet you, even if the movie doesn't quite work, it's still not not going to be a bad movie. I think it's going to be a very interesting and probably really entertaining movie. I wonder what somebody who'd never read the comics or something would and went to see it, what they would think of it. That's a good question. My, my biggest fear is that, because I, I pretty much plan to go opening day, and my biggest fear is that there's going to be a bunch of kids because people are going to see the ads on TV and they're going to see superheroes and they're oh, going to think, like, oh, Spider-Man. Age discrimination. Look who you're talking to. You're an ageist. Well, no, I don't well, mean he's it that talking way. like I'm eight or ten year olds, probably. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I realize that you're, you know, I didn't mean, I, no, I mean like kids. Just, <laughs> I mean like kids, my, my uh, kids. Make him sweat. <laughs> I was just trying to make a funny. <laughs> but no, I mean, well, my, my oldest boy told me today, and I didn't realize this, I guess the movie's rated R, so maybe that will put, you know, uh, a, put a lot of that. parents off from, from taking, you know, the, the, the kiddies. Because I, I, I'm talking like... 13 and under because my my oldest boy is about to turn 13 and well, as listen, much as we want to, him we'd have to we'd have to probably accompany Alec into the movie if he's going to get in right 
<laughs> yeah, actually, that's, that's, I, I gotta I gotta come up with a grand scheme of you actually gotta, how to get you, this theater. Yeah, you gotta get a guardian or find a slacker <laughs> uh, movie theater that'll let you in. Most theaters now, seem to be really kind of slacky about that. Well, I don't know anymore. The way it is in my theaters is you just buy a ticket to another movie and then you just walk into Watchmen. Like it, they don't yeah. even. They don't oh, care. To, yeah, yeah. I, I had to. Oh, get we used to just go to the movies all day that way. Now, now here's a movie that. Oh my God! <laughs> going way, way back before you were born, Return of the Jedi, man. That's how I had to get into yeah. Return of the Jedi. Was I bought a ticket to uh, Space Hunter 3D? Nice. And and snuck over to Jedi after that movie got started. But uh, where are you located, Alec? Uh, Glendale, West Virginia. I'm about like an hour from Pittsburgh. Ah, oh, come on down, man. You're not that far. Come on down Friday. We'll go together. Where are you guys? <laughs> well, Chris is in Rochester, New York. I'm in uh, Carrollton, Georgia, which is about <laughs> 45 minutes straight uh, west of Atlanta. Bit out of my driving range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're actually probably about all equidistant from each other, aren't we, if you're in West Forming Virginia? Forming a per- perfect triangle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, pretty much. But see, we have uh, we have less snow coming this way. We have no snow coming this way. Yeah, I'm we, just ready for winter to be over with. I'm getting sick of it. We've had a long one here too, and it it got warm for a couple of days, and now we're back to nice twenties and yeah. I was gonna say warm. What was snow. it? Thirty three? No, it got up to almost fifty degrees. But that was a day I was super sick too. <laughs> so it I never stopped. I never hear people people break out the coats. You know, turn the thermostats up and all that. It's funny. <laughs> it's a big, big difference. But uh, what what kind of stuff have you gotten through your through your trades so far, Alec? Well, then other uh, other than you on the Fantastic Four, and uh, I got a uh, Savage Dragon off of you, an issue of that, and I got the first issue of uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, which actually completed a pretty good run for me. I have one to twenty two now because I picked a lot of those up at uh, New York, at the New York Con. So, Did you that order was... that new book? There's a new series. It's either a series or a mini or something coming out. It's uh, it's called Time Storm 2099 2009. I think it's like a four issue yeah. mini series. That's it. Yeah. Did you order that? Uh, I'm gonna wait for trade on it because you know the mini series and it's 3.99 and all that. So just wait to trade. So what, what? See what that is. That has been so far, knock on wood, and and I really, I'm serious, I am sticking to this rule, but that has been my one exception so far to the $3.99 price jump, and I I broke it only because I figure it's it's just a mini, and I'm really trying to keep my oldest boy interested in reading. I mean, the, the child is brilliant, and he loves to read, or I mean, he, he he's good at reading, rather, he's... But he just he, – it's a hard thing to find things that he loves to read. It's hard to keep him interested. He's, he's really a child of his generation. He'd rather see the movie or play a video game or whatever than read a book or read a comic. So finding something that will, that will engage him is a, is a constant struggle. But he really liked Spider-Man 2099. So when I saw this book solicited – Originally, when I was placing my order, I skipped right past it. I was, I, you know, I made note of it mentally, but I was like, nope, three ninety nine, screw that, and, and kept moving because I'm I'm religious about the three ninety nine thing. I'm not caving. But then I got to thinking, you know, I, I had ordered a couple books for my youngest boy, but I hadn't old, ordered anything for my oldest boy. So I, I went back 
and just on this one, I'm making an exception. I was like, you know, I know he'll be interested in this, so I ordered it. And then after getting um, the um, that twenty ninety nine uh, that mini from you, that that just kind of cemented it that I, I really wanted to go back and and now I I pretty much have all the twenty ninety nine stuff I cared about, you know, because there were a couple twenty ninety nine titles I just I, I could give a crap less about, you know, like like X Men twenty ninety nine and some of those. But you know, when when that when that imprint first came out, I mean, I was crazy about like spider-man 2099 doom 2099 i thought was a great series up until um pat broderick left as the artist and then it kind of went straight downhill really fast but uh yeah i'm curious what this new series is going to be like i I hope it's good yeah i've got i've seen some of the actually uh my desktop is some of the concept uh sketch art from it i think it's the, the artist's name is eric battle and uh, it's just a bunch of sketch art of Spider-Man 2099. I'll have to show it to you. It's it's really nice. I think the artwork's pretty great for the series. I'd like but. to see that. I heard it's something of a of a re- reimagining. So I I wonder if they're going to cut loose the the baggage and the continuity of the original thing and you know go a whole different direction, or if it will retain anything from you know the original uh, 2099. I guess you'd call it a universe, really. You want to hear? Not, it'd be nice to see a like a revival of that universe, and they're also you know they're doing those trade they're reprinting now of like the X Men and the Spider Man. Do you see those trades solicited? So, oh I mean, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's they, kind of funny that they would do that because a lot of that stuff is, I mean, that you talk about some fifty cent fodder. That's it right there. <laughs> Except maybe first issues, but yeah, I see that stuff. You know, well, this dirt is, this all the time. This will make you mad because guess what they're charging for the trade of the Spider Man twenty ninety nine for ten issues. Uh, thirty bucks. Yep. Oh no way! Really? Oh, that's ridiculous. Ten, for ten issues that I picked up a dollar a piece at New York. They should reprint that. I'd like to see it in color, of course, but reprint that in basically a uh, an essentials format, but preferably in color, and charge like ten bucks. You know, ten bucks, ten issues, something like that. You know, or or maybe even. Uh, who is the one company that's doing like those really cheap trades of like Witchblade and stuff for like five oh, bucks yeah. to get started? Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. Get your hook cheap for like five bucks, you know, and then, you know, and then maybe put the price up later on, you know, once you got people interested. But yeah, charging 30 bucks for stuff that if you were, you know, diligent enough that you could dig it up for, for 50 cents yeah. or less an issue, yeah, that's ridiculous, man. Hey, I'm exactly. While we're talking, can you hear me shuffling around in the background? Oh yeah. <laughs> as we as we speak, I'm going through my boxes of comics and digging out my trades, the ones I want to trade. Oh, I just oh, awesome. pulled out my issue of Monica's story, the illustrated comic of Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton, based wow. on Monica Lewinsky's memoirs. It doesn't wow. have a stain on the front of it, does it? It should. It's quite graphic. But it's in this really really happy, cartoony style, like cutesy. It's written, it's in that same sort of cartoon style as sort of like um, that that newspaper cartoon, Kathy. Uh It's sort of in that style. And it's like a word-for-word adaption of her memoirs. It's very interesting. That's not going in my trade. I just pulled that out, though. Well, you need to to go to thecomicforums.com. And scroll down the page to what is it? It's about three quarters of the way down, right? It's about like and the it, last thing there. 
So, I oh, mean, okay. it's right by, like, the selling form, just trading comics, go in there and, you know, hey, uh, if you got junk you don't want, just list it. You know, well, that's I've not got, that much. I've got, in my hand right now, I've got Superman number one, the Burnin' Austin. Ah, there you go, uh, Alec. That's something you need I to read there. I for that, because I've been wanting to read Burn Superman. Um, Burn's Superman is is the best Superman, and this is from a lifelong Superman fan, so I, I wouldn't steer you wrong. I love the Burn Superman. Not so crazy about the stuff that uh, that's going on currently, but uh, got, yeah, uh, the Burn stuff, awesome. Two issues of Spawn number 10 with Cerebrus <laughs> the Aardvark. Really? I just read that today. Yeah, I thought it was actually a really good issue. Well, I have three copies of it, so two of them are, can go. <laughs> I really that, don't that need three. It's a really good like single issue comic. Yeah, I was very surprised. Well, there's there's just like I remember. Is this the one? Yeah, here it is. There's a really cool scene. There's a he's prison a, cell. Prison. Yeah. And there's yeah. Uh, but, but you see like Doctor Octopus's. You see everybody's arms coming. You know, you can see Superman, Batman's arm coming out. The Hulk. The thing, yeah. Just everybody's arm are sort of hanging out of it. I thought That's that was really cool. cool when I was reading it, and I was just kind of like, you know, lighthearted. Like, well, not really lighthearted, but I, you know, kind of like wasn't too depressed by it. But then you get to the next page, and he's like, he's talking about the guys that are lined up with like, uh, they have like bags over the head, and they're like getting like they're just like oh, yeah. lined prisoners. And, he, and uh, Spawn asks a Cerebus, you know, who are these guys? And he's like. Those are the creators that sold all these superheroes, and it's like it just hits you with this like really heavy message about like creator rights and stuff. I was shocked. They are justice. They are nobility. They are trapped. They are screaming yeah. behind me. The hooded men tremble beneath their hoods. They are weeping. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple, uh, few issues of Army of Darkness. Like the first two issues of Ar- Army of Darkness, Ashes to Ashes, and Army of Darkness, Shop Till You Drop Dead. Both of which have nice art, but that's about it. Uh, Plastic Man number two, which is was a later, it's a sort of cartoony version of Plastic Man. Pete the P.O.'d Postal Worker. Doomsday Squad. I don't know, does anybody know anything about Doomsday Squad? Featuring classic art by John Byrne. Doomsday Squad is a reprint of a Doomsday Plus One by Charlton. That is some nice stuff. It, really? The stories are well, a little simplistic, but it's some of Byrne's earliest work. It's uh, kind of a post-apocalyptic story, kind of cashing in a little bit on, uh, I think, like the Planet of the Apes, Logan's Run kind of thing that was going on at the time. But... Uh, I was just noticing the time, and we kind of have to wrap up for, oh, okay. uh, for this episode. But uh, I-, I wanted to thank Alec for uh, for inviting us to uh, to do this crossover. I think it's awesome, and uh, I really want to see uh, some traffic going to the uh, trading site. It's just simply go to thecomicforums.com. That's all one word, thecomicforums.com. And it's the third from the bottom section called Buying, Selling, Trading. And there's just a subform there called Trading Comics. Uh, and a bunch of people have posted up what they have available. Some people like me have posted what they're, you know, what they may be looking for in trade. It's, uh, it's real simple. It's just, you know, it's simply just, you know, books for books. And you, the only expense to you 
is uh, is the shipping cost, which you know most everybody seems to be happy with. Media mail, which is, I mean, it's dirt cheap. I can send a ton yeah. of comics for yeah. under three bucks, so it's great. Definitely try it out. Well, I want to thank you guys for uh, letting me come on. This has been fun, and I uh, just want to say, as you know, last word. If you want to just try new comics, you know, without risk-free, I think this is just a great opportunity to do so. So definitely get in there and uh, start trading. Absolutely. I agree. The more, the, more people, the, the more people that do it at the same time, the more chances everybody has of finding neat stuff. Exactly. And, yeah, and, and avoid all the bullshit involved in all the other ways of going to your local comic shop not that you shouldn't go to your local comic shop but it certainly uh certainly helps with ebay why pay three dollars for young blood number one when you can get it <laughs> nothing yeah there you go. i don't want young blood number one so <laughs> so that wasn't me. a hint huh <laughs> no <laughs> i like image but not that much <laughs> Thanks again to Alec Berry for joining us for this episode and for pitching the idea to us two freaks in the first place. Be sure to check out Alec's awesome Teenage Wasteland podcast at teenagewastelandpodcast.blogspot.com. While you're at it, also be sure to check out a brand spanking new show all about the classic geek battles you grew up talking about over at versus.libson.com. That's versus.libson.com. Versus is spelled V-E-R-S-U-S, and Libsyn is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. Where you can hear me, Scott H. Gardner, as a guest judge on that show's premiere episode's topic of Superman versus the Incredible Hulk. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.libsyn.com, where you can download all of our episodes and find our forum to openly and freely discuss topics from this and all other episodes with us and your fellow listeners. Two True Freaks. is spelled T W O T R U E F R E A K S. Lipson, which is L I B S Y N. com. You can email us directly at Two True Freaks at gmail. com. And thanks for listening to the Two True Freaks podcast. Two True Freaks has been brought to you today by Damanzo Core of Milan, Italy, and by the letters F and U. <laughs> But wait, there's more! Two True Freaks is very proud to present a sensational new group. Direct from Boston, performing their song, The Pusher, Here's Hatch! Snowflakes running over my head Goose bumping leather if I'm hungry at 4.30 more, thank God we'll deliver. And I'm oh so tired of you pushing me down. So my knees are two inches in the ground. And I said, I said, God damn, God damn, that Bible pushing left Snowflakes running over my head Goose bumping leather If I'm hungry at 4.30 more Thank God we'll deliver And I'm also tired of you Pushing me down So my knees are two inches in the ground 
You can check Hatch out at myspace.com slash one hatch band. That's myspace.com slash the number one H A T C H B A N D. That's myspace.com slash one hatch band, where you can learn more about the band, sample more of their great music, and even buy their new CD. And tell them Two True Freaks sent you.